Hi, I'm Anna Knowles, and I'm your host for today on my podcast, You, Your Life, Your Work. When I describe my career path to people, I often use the phrase, I fell into it, or I ended up here, as if there wasn't any planning at all. Of course, there must have been some planning at certain points. Obviously, I had to choose. I had to apply and accept or decline certain courses, locations and jobs. But I'll still use the phrase, I fell into this career. So what does that say about me and about the way that I do things? Does everything just happen to me or do I have a choice? Are you the same or do you know exactly what you're doing all of the time? And do you know exactly what you want? I speak to many adults that say they don't really know what they want to do as part of their career, even though they have a successful life and to the outside world look like they've completely sorted everything. So how do we decide what we want to do? Whatever I've done in my career, I've always come back around to nursing in some form or other. Not necessarily because I have the true characteristics of a nurse, ask my husband and my friends, but because it's what I've always known. I keep doing it because I can, and there's always a need for nurses, but there must be something more specific that keeps drawing me back in. When choosing a career as an adult, I don't think it's ever really simple. I think it's very difficult to look purely at what you want to do based on your passions and your interests. As an adult, there are other factors that you need to think about. Will it fit with the qualifications and the experience that you already have? Will it fit with your lifestyle? Will it pay the right amount? Will it allow you to fit around your home commitments? Is it in the right location? They're all very practical reasons, very valid, but not necessarily based on what is right for you. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with this in terms of thinking from a practical perspective, but what happened to choosing a job based on what you love? After all, you're at work longer than you are at home. What made you start thinking with your head rather than your heart? Is part of the problem that you've lost track of what you really love doing? If I ask my children what they want to do as a career, it ranges from being a footballer, a scientist, an astronaut, and even the tooth fairy. But there's never a thought that they couldn't be the tooth fairy as the job is is very unsociable hours. There isn't any self-doubt that they wouldn't be good enough for the job or that they don't have the right qualifications but it's based purely on what they like. I think as an adult, it's easy to put up barriers. It's also easy to assume something and to make decisions based on that assumption. When a client first comes to me, we look at their value, their purpose and their identity. This may feel strange initially as sometimes the reason that they've come to me is that they don't know what they want to do as their career. And they often want to focus on the practical elements of what they can do. But to be able to understand what it is that you really want to do and to make a decision based on who you are now, you need to be able to know all these other elements of you. I keep coming back to nursing because the value of compassion is very important to me. However, I've learned that I keep moving away from nursing because I get frustrated with the multiple restraints in the job and the system as a whole doesn't always allow me to do what I want to do. I would get frustrated at home as well as at work, and I would assume that I needed to move my job because, well, it obviously isn't what I wanted to do anymore. 
Once I understood more about what I valued, I could start to look for it specifically in my job role so that I gained more enjoyment. But it also allowed me the opportunity to acknowledge that I could gain fulfillment of that value in my personal life as well. And at times, that's enough for me to drive me forward. But at other times, I want to do more and I want to focus more on my career. It's all about getting the balance right to fit with where you are in your life alongside what else is going on. Once I found the purpose of why I do something, it allowed a lot of the frustrations to fade and not seem so important anymore. The purpose became the focus rather than the problems. I made a conscious decision to understand what I valued and I understood how that fitted to what I was doing, which then allows me the option to make decisions based on who I am rather than what I think I should be doing. If you do everything with your values at your core, you can enjoy it all the more as it fits with who you are. Nothing seems hard work anymore. Does that make sense? When you start to choose something and to understand that you do have a choice, you gain much greater control over something. Work stress usually occurs when it feels like the control is taken away. As such, the HSE Work-Related Stress Guidance talks about the six areas of work design, which are demand, control, role, change, relationships, and support. When the demand on you is too much for what you feel you have the resources to manage, or when there is a lack of control, it can trigger feelings of stress. When I felt that I was working through lots of red tape nursing and that it was all policy and protocol, I felt as if I'd lost control. And as a result, I didn't enjoy what I was doing. Now I understand what I can control and my purpose of doing my job, my levels of stress are more significantly reduced. I can control how I feel and I can control why I am doing something. The job hasn't changed, but I have changed my reactions. It's about understanding why you are doing something. If you really don't enjoy your job and it really doesn't work for you, well, it's time to move on. But sometimes you don't need to move, you just need to find the purpose in it. Another difficulty that adults have in deciding jobs is that they have too many distractions. <clears throat> you ever wonder why people stay in jobs when all they do is moan about them? So many people say that they hate their job, but get up every Monday morning to repeat the week for something they apparently hate. Often you'll find that the individual is using some form of distraction to keep them in a place that they don't like. When I was brushing my daughter's hair the other day, it occurred to me that we use distraction all the time, which can be helpful at times, but sometimes it's used in the wrong way to prevent us from dealing what is really going on. My daughter has lovely long hair, but it's always tangled and takes some time to brush it through every morning. So we've learned that if she watches TV, suddenly the hairbrushing doesn't seem so bad. If she doesn't get to choose what she's watching or the programme finishes, the pain of brushing is again intense. This distraction is helpful and it allows me to do something that needs doing. But will there come a time when I'm preventing her from making a decision on cutting her hair short so she doesn't need to brush? Or am I enabling her to keep her hair long? At the moment, there's no right or wrong answer to this, but it's to keep remembering that at some point, the distraction may prevent thought into what she really wants. Now, this is about a five-year-old's hairstyle, but are you using the same technique to prevent you from having to make a decision? 
It's often the case that, is, that a decision is only made once the situation has reached crisis point. The problem then is that any decision can seem better than the situation that you are in, and therefore it's not necessarily the right one. My daughter loves the fact that we can do all sorts of styles now that her hair is long, but I can see a situation that one large tangle and she will ask for it all to be cut off, a heat of the moment decision. The important thing is to know the difference between distraction and purpose. When a client comes to me experiencing work-related stress, they are unable to see a way out. It has all got too much and the impact on their health is usually quite apparent. Any distraction techniques that they have been using aren't effective anymore. There is no purpose to what they're doing and quite often they feel that their only option is to leave the job. This can be the case, but more often than not, it's about getting back to the basics of why they are doing something and to gain the feeling of connection and control again. I think we all need distraction at times to help us get through difficult situations and things we find boring or mundane. But you need to make sure that the distraction isn't preventing you from making a decision that would be beneficial to you. That is why value, purpose and identity are so important. So in order to answer the original question of whether I am using the right phrase of falling into my career, I think that yes, I did fall into most of it, but I found the purpose. You don't need to have it all figured out and have a great life plan, but you do need to know that you have a purpose. Out of all the things you've done, what is the most important to you? When you think back, do you notice if there's a purpose to it for you? Take a look at the things that you're finding hard work and stressful now and see if you can find a purpose for you to see if it makes a difference to how you view it. If you can't find that purpose, is it really the right thing for you or do you need to remove the distractions and focus on what will work for you? Thank you for listening. I've been your host, Anna Knowles, on my podcast, You, Your Life, Your Work. If you'd like to find out about any more of my work, please find me on my Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn pages at Anna Knowles Coach or on my website at www.annaknowles.com. Please like and subscribe to You, Your Life, Your Work to be the first to know when new episodes are released. Thank you and take care.